Hey everyone, this is Jeffrey Wu, the host of the HVMN podcast, Health Via Modern Nutrition. We've had a long hiatus and I really wanted to have a re-entry into the podcast game be a super special one. And this is that special occasion. I'm joined by my co-founder and HVMN CEO, Michael Brandt, and my regular co-host, Dr. Lat Mansour, our research lead at HVMN. Welcome to the program, gentlemen. Thank you. Good to see everyone again on podcast. It's good to be here. 100%. So what is this special occasion? Well, the special occasion is this awesome product. So what I have in my hand for folks who are listening on audio is Ketone 2.0. So many of you have been following me, Michael, HVMN team, for quite some years. We played around in the nootropics, cognitive enhancing space. We were pioneers in intermittent fasting, biohacking in Silicon Valley. And I would say that we really broke onto the scene to be leaders in human performance when we launched the first drinkable ketone. This was HVMN ketone, HVMN ketone ester. We supplied a vast majority of the Tour de France teams. We helped Vittoria Busi, a world-class cyclist, break a cycling world record. We've got to work with some of the most popular celebrity athletes in the world. Uh, we've been able to work with some amazing soldiers and operators from the US military community. It's been an amazing experience being at the forefront, working with some of the very best people in the world. But we went out of stock and it's been a long, arduous journey. And this episode, the Ketone 2.0 episode will unpack what happened behind the scenes and why we're so proud to take that time to be patient and to do all the things right to make ketones the paradigm-shifting nutritional primitive that we know it is. So this is an episode that you can't miss. I'll kick it off to the panel here. How does it feel to finally come back with ketones back on the market? I can go first. It, I would say it feels great. It was always funny. I, I mean, Jeff, we would always joke that we're the co-founders of the company and we could barely afford the, the thing when it's $33 a, a serving. And myself, I'm a semi-pro marathoner running up to 70 plus miles a week. I run six minute miles for the marathon. Those that know me, I'm, I'm big into running and I'm customer numero uno of ketones. And I, I didn't even get to drink it that much due to the the price point it was at. So really excited to have something that, you know, personally, I put that aside, it's not even my own personal use, but yeah, it's cool to be able to use personally, but also be able to tell my friends, my, my friends, uh, my family, be able to have a product that they can have for $4 a day instead of $33 a day. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, just to fill in the context here, when we introduced Ketone, our 1.0 version, it was an expensive product. It was $33 a dose which might be affordable for folks who are professional athletes or folks who are focusing on winning championships, making millions of dollars, or it's literally a life or death situation when you're downrange fighting for our country. But for, yeah, for, for, for ordinary folks like me and, and, and you and a lot of folks, you know, I can't afford this stuff on a daily basis, even though how I know how impactful it is on my metabolism, not just from a performance perspective, but also from my cognition and my metabolic health. So yeah, I think it's awesome to be able to come back and 
really upgrade the product in so many different ways. But I think really the most important way we've been able to upgrade Ketone 2.0 is make it really, really cost efficient. It's actually 66% more affordable and more efficient than our 1.0 version. We'll dive more into the details and specifics there. But Lat, I just want to get a high level uh, pulse. How do you feel finally on the other edge of months, almost you know, over a year of just making this massive innovation in biochemistry and supply chain and, and physiology? I think it has been a very humbling experience and it certainly is a very exciting um, outcome because I've been speaking to world-renowned researchers who are all very eager and has always been asking us, you know, when can we get a cheaper version? You know, we've got limited grant money. How can we, you know, test long-term um, exogenous ketones in research? How can we make sure that people take it because it tastes too bad before? So this is what we have been looking for, um, something that is affordable, something that is that doesn't taste so bad that people would rather have, you know, some other supplements instead. So I'm absolutely excited to look at what data the, the researchers are going to generate in terms of tolerability, safety, efficacy, different use cases in different therapeutic areas. I already started quite a few conversations going on diabetes, cardiovascular disease, cognitive impairment, and just many more to come. It's going to be an exciting um near future and, and hopefully, uh, you know, much more longer than that. Perfect. Yeah, let's let's go into specifics. I, I, I think it's good to get kind of the high level overview. But let's talk about the differences between 1.0 and 2.0. And the evolution, the narrative, the origin story of how this even came to be. So as a, just a refresh, I think it's just good to start from the beginning. What are ketones? Why they're interesting? Why are they quote unquote, a super fuel or good for metabolic health. Well, this is not a sci-fi technology. Ketones are an ancestral, ancient super fuel for metabolism. It just so happens that when we are fasting or during very intense exercise, our body naturally produces these ketones. But within the hyper-modern, hyper-processized modern food environment, just no, humans today just very rarely, if ever, generate their own ketones. So it's this interesting frame shift where we think ketones are very new, but in fact, we're just re-instantiating a very ancient metabolism. Modernity has basically canceled out the normal uh, human body's ability to create its own ketones. And by making ketone 2.0, we're essentially just making it easy for us to use ketones and back to our original state. Yeah, I love the concept of ancient, ancient humanity. I'm, I'm right now. I'm standing barefoot on a rock mat. Those, for those who know me, I, like when I go to the gym, I wear my uh, Vibrams toe shoes. I'm really big on Lindy. This concept of doing things that have been going on for ten thousand years, forty thousand years. Do the basics. Humans have been running for a long time. I love to run. Humans have been eating, you know, nice piece of of steak for a long time. Uh, we probably don't need to reinvent a lot of the things. And and yet we live in this hyper-modern world that presents us with all these other affordances. And to be clear, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to live in the rainforest. I don't want to reject all of modernity, but I I myself and I think many other 
people that would consider themselves biohackers do have a thought about, hey, do I need this new thing or do I want this old thing? I think what's really special about ketones is it's it's both. It's this bridge into our ancient human self or ancient cousins had elevated levels of ketones. And now we're using the best of modern nutrition to help humankind return to that. One thing that that reminds me of is I always think of this image, if everyone's, if anyone's ever been to the Singapore airport, it's super cool. It is a hyper modern, you know, like super cool bent glass, beautiful steel, super modern structure, international transit hub, super modern. But inside of it, the first thing you notice is there's plants everywhere. It's just, it's almost like you're in the, it's almost like you're in the rainforest. And what that represents to me is this modernity, this very modern structure that is returning people to, you know, you just around plants. The air feels really nice and healthy. And we're using that in that context, we're using the best of modernity to return humans to this ancient state. Like we should be around plants. We should not just be in a concrete jungle. Airports should not be these lifeless things. So I love that use of the best of what modern technology has to offer to return humans to this ancient Lindy state. 100%. Yeah, I, I think that's just a personal aesthetic that I think all of us, I, I can probably say, appreciate. I mean, I think that's why we're not just biohacking. We're actually getting in the gym deadlifting, heavy weights, we're, we're bench pressing, we're squatting, right? Like, I think Lat is our leg press champion of the team here. But I think it's like, and I think this is something I criticize a lot, where you have a lot of biohackers who are so obsessed with the latest gadgets, widgets, but they're not eating properly, they're not sleeping, they're not exercising, and they don't look healthy, they don't actually function. So it's, how do we return to the best ancestral practices that are tried and true? We are animals after all, but also embrace the latest and best in technology. Clearly, we're engaging in remote podcast taping across three different major U.S. cities. You know, half the time, Michael and I are talking about crypto metaverses, trading JPEGs and doing all this crazy stuff. So we are by no means Luddites, but I think it's like this, this, this virtuous coming together the best of technology with the best of the tried and true. And I think ketones, HVMN, really represents the best of that within nutrition. Like that's what I want this company to be about, whether it's not just, oh, let's jump on some latest fad. Let's not make some plant burger that may or not, may not actually be optimal for your metabolism because it's just like a bunch of hyper-processed ingredients. Let's actually understand metabolism of ancient human, take the best in technology and create a perfect super fuel and that's ketone 2.0 that's a great concept there as well and i think that is one of a few like you know you you know me i love science and technology but one of you know few pitfalls of science or the, the modern science is that researchers and leading scientists around the world constantly are getting pressured to create novel uh, stuff novel molecule novel mechanisms and because the grants, they want something that's novel, patentable. So more often than not, things are more complicated than it should be. So when it comes to ketones, I think our approach is to be able to find the most basic molecule that manages to elevate your blood ketones to the most optimal level without giving in to that pressure of having to create a completely new novel molecule. Which is overly complicated, right? Which makes which means really expensive. 
Yeah. So before we dive into the molecule, the physiology, the research, the safety, as well as some of the exciting partnerships and applications on the line, let's actually show the world and prove it to ourselves. Let's I know go. we all have uh, like the very first production line of our ketones in our hands. Yeah. Um, this literally, this ketone meter literally came out of this box that I ordered from Amazon. So let's just actually see how does this ketone 2.0 actually perform affecting our metabolism? Yep. We'll do a baseline ketone reading from our blood. Uh, we'll all take some ketone 2.0 and then towards the end of this podcast, let's put our money where our mouths at. Let's see the pharmacokinetics. Let's see the PK. Let's see the blood ketone levels all at a groundbreaking efficiency of cost and taste. So let's do this. Alrighty. And of course we'll have our editor speed this part up. That's my baseline 0 0.4. Mine is 0 0.2. Haven't done this in a while. Let's show show together. All right, I'm at 0 0.2. Lats at 0 0.4, and I'm actually quite elevated at 2.3. So what does this all mean for folks who haven't measured their ketone levels? Well, basically, when you're not doing anything special, you're usually around 0 0.1, 0 0.2. So usually when you're eating a standard Western diet, you're at Michael's level. So Michael probably had a nice lunch, nice breakfast, hasn't done any intense exercise. So he's running on glucose, um, and uh, your, your your ketones are at an expected range. Lat, you're at zero point four. So I assume that uh, I know that you've been eating more on the low carb side, so more on a ketogenic diet, which means that your body is more pre disposed to generating its own ketones. Um, I would predict that maybe you had you know skipped breakfast or something around the range of not having like a full carby meal is that correct that is correct i did not have breakfast today my first meal was at noon half past noon um there was a little bit of carbs so i wasn't strict keto um but definitely on low carb side what is 2.3 um 2.3 means that i have been honestly i've been doing omad and i haven't eaten today so it's actually 6 p.m my time in Miami, Florida. So, and I've been doing one meal a day because I've just been back to back busy. So I'm basically in a keto state and fasted. So my ketone levels are pretty elevated. So it's an interesting like spread of just real life data points, right? Like, you know, this is just me after being in a pretty intense fasting, low carb state, haven't eaten a meal all day today at 6 p.m. So I'm going to look forward to properly having a meal after this is done. So usually to get to two millimole ketones, it's pretty, uh, pretty high amount of ketones, but I, I, my brain feels very, very good. I feel very, very sharp. This is an amazing display of, um, ketosis is a spectrum. Like, uh, you know, you can have elevated ketones and at, at various levels and you can still get the benefits out of it. Let's stop talking and actually try the goods here. And then we'll have a conversation and we'll test again. This is HMN's groundbreaking new paradigm shift in ketones. And the killer features here is that it's 66% more, more cost efficient for your money. 
goes three times as far with ketone 2.0 as with 1.0, and it tastes better. I'm not going to say that this tastes great, but it tastes much better than 1.0. So the two biggest feedbacks, palatability and cost, we've solved those. So 2.0, this bottle goes for $40, and this is 10 serving of ketones. So essentially, one serving is $4 as compared to what would have equivalent to be 15 to $33 of ketone 1.0. So three times more cost efficient, which is massive, right? I can afford $4 a day for ketones. It's a much more challenging for me to afford $33 per day. So let's give it, let, let's try it. And I think the cool thing with the ketone 2.0 inform factor is that we know that each of us have different use cases and different body sizes and different uh, our own goals. So I think as part of this demo here, let's all take different doses here, right? So you can take 10 milliliters of this or 10 grams of this, which will be like $4 worth of ketones. And maybe one of us takes 20 and one of us takes 30 which is like $4, $8, and $12 worth. And for like the $12 worth or the 30 grams worth, that's like a athlete level, high-end performance use case level of ketones. And then on the 10 gram side, the $4 equivalent dose, that's like, hey, you want a little bit of a ketone boost as you're doing a presentation or, or, or trying to be in flow state, or maybe just to put your brain in ketosis as you go to bed. Like that would be some of the use cases here. Yeah, I think I think you have the highest ketones. So you, maybe you should take the lowest. I'll take the middle. I'll take 20. And then Michael has the lowest ketones and he'll take the highest. Oh, okay. Okay, let's do that. I'll do 10. I'll do 20. So 35 mils is 10. Um, Michael, you'll be having 35 times 3. I'll have 35 times 2. Cheers. Cool. So 6.05 PM, my time, we'll check in towards the end of this conversation to see where our PK is. This is 10 servings of ketones, which would go for $40, which is literally 10 times, depending on how you count the serving sizes. But if you remember our ketone 1.0, $33 was for a bottle this big. And now you get for that kind of dollar value, you get so much more ketones. So that's a huge breakthrough. I just took 30 grams of ketones from Ketone 2.0, which costs 12 bucks. Three servings of this would be 12 bucks. And so that's 30 grams versus Ketone 1.0 had 25 grams and cost $33. So for $12, I got the same, actually better amount of ketones than what we had for going for 1.0. People might have questions like, hey, why did we change around the dose size? It used to be 25 grams and we said, hey, that's one serving. And now we're saying it's 10 grams. Uh, and the reason there isn't to do anything sneaky, it's that people we observed when we heard from our community, when we, when we heard from you guys, it was that a lot of people were having fractions of the bottle, as Jeff was saying, for different use cases. If you're just at your desk or you want to feel zippy before a meeting, maybe you don't need the full Ironman athlete, Navy SEAL dose. So we wanted to normalize this for everyday 
use for taking smaller doses, it seems a lot more natural for, to say, hey, no, for a normal everyday use, take one serving and for a super dose, take two or three servings versus saying, hey, a normal dose is one, but if you're if you're having a normal day, have a third of that. It was just a more convoluted experience. What we realized as, again, we're talking to thousands, tens of thousands of customers, as well as like the very top end athletes and operators in the world is that, look, we know that part of your fueling ritual is a number of other things. And we realize is that this is a perfect way to blend in ketones, like a ketone concentrate to mix in with your pre-workout smoothie or post-workout recovery, right? Like the world is not dosed to how much ketones you should be taking. Like we, the world does not revolve around our little bottle size. The world, your world should revolve around your specific use case. So we heard that, we listened, we're here as engineers to create something for you. And what we heard was that make it more affordable, make it not taste as crazy, and then make it just very easy for us to size the appropriate amount of ketones for my specific use case. So exactly, like this is so much more of, more convenient for me when I want 10 grams of ketones before like a little of an energy bump or maybe a little bit before I sleep just to get my ketones to 0 0.5, 1.0. Or before I go on a run, I want to get to 2.0, 3.0, I take more like 20, 30 grams and really feel that ketone punch. It's so much more easy to do this with like a big bottle that's really affordable. Yeah, and I'll, I'll chime in on the, on the researcher side as well, because, you know, previously, if a researcher is going to send a month's worth of ketones to people, especially with the cost, it's very risky because some participants, they do drop off clinical trials. So that is a risk on the researcher if they just run away with a, a whole month's worth of ketone 1.0. And then another um, good thing about 2.0 is that for longer period of research, say for one month, it's for storage purposes, it's so much easier. People can just pour out like the servings that they need per day. Um, and you just need, you know, say you need 10 so three bottles will last you a whole whole month instead of 30 separate bottles of ketone 1.0 let's let's break it down for the biochemistry nerds out there what powers ketone 2.0 why is this so special well there's a very special molecule of ketones that we really identified as the leading ketone molecule and we dub it ketone iq but for folks that are super nerds, you know, what, what is ketone IQ? Ketone IQ is a chirally pure R13-butane dial. So the very important distinction is that this is chirally pure, which is very, very hard to traditionally manufacture. And through R&D and partnership, we found a great partner that was able to help us produce chirally pure R form of BDO in a very, very efficient way. And what is this molecule? And why is it such a game changer? Well, ketone IQ, chirally pure BDO, we'll call it ketone IQ moving forward because it sounds much more special and 
I like that name much better. It's really the building block of every single ketone ester, ketone molecule that's out there in the market. In fact, ketone IQ was the base molecule for what was in ketone 1.0. It's actually the base molecule for what's in a lot of ketone drinks out there in the market today, but they all cost two, three, four, five X more expensive than what we have with ketone, uh, ketone 2.0. And why is that? Well, no one has proven the safety and efficacy of ketone IQ. A lot of the previous work has been around making it what we now believe over complicated molecule for the sake of academic complexity, rather than actually delivering a use case for everyday folks. And one, and then two, as we did the hard work to prove out and show the safety of ketone IQ, that was a big game changer. But we actually look at the pharmacokinetics. If you look at all the literature on the in the research uh, corpus, all the research was on racemic BDO. So no one has actually studied chirally pure BDO or ketone IQ. So the fact that we identified this from a ketone base that already was the backbone of every single exogenous ketone already being studied to realize that there was a modern, efficient way to manufacture ketone IQ. And then three, did the hard work to actually prove safety and actually understand the pharmacokinetics. And this was done over the past almost two years, just really, really understanding from first principles how to make an, a ketone drink. We realized that this molecule, which was basically confused with a racemic mix, a racemic uh, version of ketone IQ was actually heads and shoulders above in terms of pharmacokinetics, in terms of stability of ketone levels, the duration of ketones and the elevation of ketones at a really, really affordable price point. So how do we come to this? I think it was one bottoms up first principles thinking we went back to the drawing board as we realized that ketone 1.0 can never be a mainstream product because it's always too expensive and too complex to manufacture. Right? I don't would not feel personally good about myself if I was selling $30, $40 drinks to people. I feel like I would be extorting people. I feel like that's that's called highway robbery. I feel like it's very almost unethical to sell $40, $30 drinks to people when the potential here is not just, hey, a performance boost, but something that can improve metabolism. So I never felt good selling a $30, $40 drink. And that was an impetus that really kicked Lat, Michael, myself to spend the last like two years, essentially, almost two years, just grueling, studying the literature, doing the research, being guinea pigs ourselves in the pharmacokinetics to really find a solution and create and invent and engineer a solution to make ketones effective and affordable for the first time for everyone. That's what this is. And that's why I think we're all super proud and talk about this in terms of, you know, grandiose terms of like paradigm shifting, right? Like, I, I don't think we mean that lightly when it's something that we used to have to tell our friends, hey, just spend $30, $40 for one try to now, hey, four bucks, one dose.
Yeah, yeah. And it's zero regrets on it. I think that's the way science goes. You got to have the expensive clunky thing, right? You got to have the we I don't, well, how much was the first like cell phone or first car phone? It's like probably tens of thousands of dollars and only some billionaire had it in their limo. And that had to happen, right? Like that had to happen to prove out the concept to be, hey, that's pretty cool if you can afford it. Now let's figure out a way to democratize it. So no regrets. I mean, we were first tracks in the snow to to get it out there. And we learned a lot. We empowered a lot of researchers. We made a lot of people's lives better. And that's what I think gave us the hutzpah to put another couple of years into it. And a lot of other types of problems that we could be all putting our smart brains onto, but it the the success of V1 is what made it made the goal worthy of making a V2. So no regrets on that, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, that this is called human progress. And I think just the fact that there were so much people uh, asking for us, when will we have ketones back on the market? What's the update? I mean, that's the daily fuel and motivation for us. Um, that was, you know, chips on the shoulder because like clearly there's some real value of being able to help people again, like great to help top performance athletes, but great to help people that have metabolic health issues. And I don't want to make medical claims or prescriptions here, but you know, people were seeing good effects from our ketone drink. And now to be able to say, Hey, we can get it to you way more affordably, way more reliably, you know, way more durable an efficacious zone where it keeps you much more stable. So I think this is like an important point. Ketone 2.0 is much more stable than Ketone 1.0. Ketone 1.0 is very spiky. It will really jack your ketones up really, really quickly, but it will crash. Ketone 2.0 is much more stable over a much longer duration. So in terms of trade-off from 1.0 to 2.0, 2.0 is a strictly better product. It's really, I think, the, the as same as iPhone 13 Max to iPhone 1. It's that level of paradigm shift where it's 3x more cost effective, better duration, better taste. And uh, yeah, super excited about this. Um, Lat, can you talk us through like uh, how difficult and how much work you had to put in to prove safety, prove that this was something that was uh, a step function above 1.0. So I've been working very closely with our manufacturing partners to apply for a self-affirmed grass status where we consulted you know, uh, an independent um, world-renowned scientist panel um, that essentially determined whether or not this molecule is safe in humans. And we have to put forth all the pharmacology, pharmacology and toxicology studies that are up to date and making sure that this is safe for human consumption and we have gotten that approval. Um, and from then on, now we're just looking forward to more studies in different use cases and, and, and you know, um, those responses. Yeah, that, that's awesome. I think when we look at this from like a layman's perspective, it's like, how, how does one even make a novel food stuff? Or how does one even do novel molecules? Well. I think our path is pretty seamless because ketones are super well understood. It's a natural part of metabolism. And the fact that the ketone IQ has already been a part of 
other ketones that are out there already on the marketplace shows that ketone IQ is absolutely 100% safe. I mean, it's it was already a part of 1.0, and it's actually just much more efficient and less complex and less prone to stability issues, right? Because ketone 1.0 is literally, and a lot of other ketone products out on the market are literally more complex, more convoluted, less good versions of ketone IQ. And I think we just went back to the basics from first principles and did the work. I, I think no one did the work. Because I don't know, I, I think scientists oftentimes when they're pursuing research papers and trying to win prizes, they try to make things over complex. And us as engineers, as innovators, as problem solvers, I'm, I'm a simple person. I just want a solution that solves my own problem, right? I want to get my ketones up in an efficient, affordable, not disgusting way. And the cheaper, the better, because I can use it more often. So we came from first principles. We took away all the complexity that the academics love to say and kind of confuse people. And we just applied like the folksy, simple approach. And that, I think, was really the game changer here. We came at a very complex biochemical metabolic problem. And instead of making it more complicated with more convoluted molecular structures, we simplified it to the simplest possible form and then got the manufacturing to scale and delivered it in this beautiful packaging. That I think is the nut of it, right? It's, 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 you can be really, you can be smart to make something more complicated, but you gotta be a combination of genius and a, and a folksy person like us to say, Hey, we'll take it down and strip it down to its most simple form. That I think is true genius. I think, yeah, I think anyone who's ever touched product or technology, whether it's, you know, food or software, hardware, can appreciate that it takes a lot to simplify things down, right? Like the early versions of a lot of technologies are complicated and it takes, it takes a lot of time to make something simple. It's really easy to throw something up throw up a a website that asks users a bunch of different questions and has a bunch of doodads, it's really hard to make Tinder or Uber or the iPhone, right? It's, it's really hard to make something that just works. And the best technologists, I think, understand this concept that more technology should feel like less technology. People don't actually want, like when you go to print something on your computer and there's all these things that pop up and drop downs and your printer never works, like no one enjoys that. No one, enjoy, no one actually enjoys stuff that feels like technology. People want to feel, people just want to live their life and they want something that's invisible and just works. Like your phone doesn't feel like technology, right? Your phone feels like, oh, my wife texted me, right? Like I'm, I'm not like thinking about, oh, I am doing technology now. Let me boot it up and beep, boop, boop, boop. It's like, no, it just, it just works. And the same with, I, I, I like to think that we are inheriting that same aesthetic here that like. It's I mean, it took us a couple of years. We started with a more complicated thing and then the light bulb went off of, hey, let's addition by subtraction. Let's make it better by taking away from it. I mean, technology is meant to assimilate into our daily lives and make our lives more convenient, not make it more convoluted or complicated. And same with science, you know, the more science, the more research we do, the, the you know, exogenous ketones as a means to elevate blood ketones needs to be simplified so that we can focus on the real question in solving therapeutic areas, in solving diseases, 
rather than just focusing on like this complicated molecule. You know, we have a simple, cheap, doesn't taste bad molecule that can elevate ketones. Okay, boom, let's get to the research. Let's get to the main meat of the research. And, and I think that's like the super exciting part, right? Like I want to be the platform that unlocks phenomenal researchers, right? Like we're not going to be uh, trying to figure out how to solve diseases. That's outside of our wheelhouse. And we're not here to try to win a Nobel Prize, but we would love to empower great academics, great researchers to use a finally cheap, affordable, efficient, efficacious ketone drink to make those discoveries. Can, I, I know you're deep in that community, Super Bowl Network. They're spending a lot of time at the forefront of ketone physiology. Can you give a sneak peek of what academics are excited about, what researchers are looking at, like what are some of the key promise areas? One of the most common um, ca- characteristic of, say, Alzheimer's, um, there's a reason why they call it the type 3 diabetes. It be, it's because of the efficiency of the brain utilizing glucose for energy. And fat cannot get through the blood-brain barrier to be metabolized by the brain to create ATP. Therefore, providing the brain with ketones, you are essentially solving that deficiency in energy generation uh, to compensate with the, the insulin resistance in the brain in, in utilizing glucose. So that itself provide energy and, and maintain that functionality of the brain and therefore making it more stable. So that's, that's the, the theory around it. Um, and, and there's also much deeper uh, understanding around signaling um, as well. So I, I don't want to go too much into the detail of the science, um, but the more recent, a more recent um, discovery or, or area of interest around ketometabolism in research is also the power of controlling blood glucose that ketones or exogenous ketones have um, in obese patients, in even in healthy patients, uh, and in diabetic patients. So that provides a very interesting concept where you are using a food product to combat glucose, um, uh, uh, to combat insulin resistance and um, hyperglycemia versus using drug like metformin. And it has shown to be as effective as metformin um, using ketone 1.0. So I'm really interested to see um, using ketone 2.0 where you can use it on a daily basis for a long term and it tastes much better. I want to see how does that improve one's quality of life if they have diabetes. And, and as you know, my passion has always been in, in diabetes, cardiovascular disease, you know, since our PhD, since my PhD days. So I'm really interested to, to get this into the hands of diabetic patients as a nutritional primitive and see how their life improve over time um, as, as the research go on. Um, another area that has been researched in animals. So this is very, very new and hasn't really been proven in humans yet. Um, that is cardiovascular disease. And it has been shown similar concept as cognitive impairment. When someone has a myocardial infarction or a heart attack, you have a deficiency in um, blood being delivered to the, to the heart. Therefore, you have the lack of substrates. You have the lack of oxygen. You are going through starvation, if you would, in the cells of the heart. So it doesn't get substrate to get energy. And as we know, the heart needs to keep pumping whether or not, you know, we are working or we are sleeping. The heart needs to keep going. But then if you have a heart attack, it's lacking that 
input to create energy as an output. So ketone has been shown to be more energetically efficient compared to glucose and, um, in, in, in a study. So in that sense, it has shown that ketones actually mitigated the cardiomyopathy in a heart attack model in animals. It has also shown mitigation of damage of remodeling of the heart post-heart attack. So a lot of people, they know that post-heart attack, your heart will remodel itself and, and form some form of dysfunction. But keep putting in ketones, these animal models have actually shown improvement in terms of remodeling of the heart. So it's very interesting to, to actually see how that applies into human. So those are the three big areas that I'm really looking forward to. And I think there's a lot to do, especially on the last point for translation into humans. But I think it's especially relevant. I think we might have all seen a recent headline that aspirin used to be recommended for older folks for cardiovascular health. And they, you know, FDA, CDC pulled that back. And there will be, you know, quite some work before FDA or CDC could do anything in terms of ketones for cardiovascular health. But what I will say is that, hey, something that's sub four bucks that could potentially be great for cardiovascular health, which is a top three killer of people in the world, right? More than COVID, more than a lot of stuff, right? Heart, like heart attack, cardiovascular disease. Like that's a real silent killer that we don't really talk about because we're used to people dying of heart attack every single day. Um, if we can make any impact on that. And if we can make any impact for researchers who are on the front lines, creating the science, creating the data, we want to be your partner to make that research real, right? Like we see our, we see the, uh, our, our role very much as your preferred partner to create the data to make this possible. And if it works great, if it doesn't work great, like, like, you know, there are other use cases for us to explore, but I think just our ethos of being simple and solving problems means that we, in some sense, are the least conflicted ketone player on the market because we're here to just solve problems. We don't have our academic position or research uh, corpus to have to double down on. I just want a product that I can affordably consume myself and affordably with a straight face sell to my friends and family where I'm not extorting them for 40 bucks a pop. Mike, I want to throw the mic to you in terms of exciting research or not, not research, but more like athlete partners, distribution partners, uh, where can you kind of envision us being in the marketplace? I know there's a lot that are in the works and we can't spread everything on this single podcast, but give us a sneak peek. Yeah. I'll say that people are, we turned a lot of heads with version one that people are interested There's a lot of. A lot of people in the cycling community, the marathon, ultra marathon community, that they want this, right? If this is your hobby or your, your profession even, and you're putting 10, 20 hours a week into training for this, if you can have something that's making a meaningful difference in your performance, meaningful difference in your training, meaningful difference in your recovery, meaningful difference in your longevity, the amount of time you're able to spend in the sport, like that's, that's worth something to people. Uh, I've done a handful of half Ironmans myself, ultra marathons. Uh, 
And I can say, yeah, at the you know, you, if if you show up at the start line of a of your given Ironman, um, I mean, there's people with five thousand dollar bikes there, right? There's people who are like spared no expense. They have this super aerodynamic, you know, wetsuit to swim the this the swim leg of their triathlon, right? People people really want to optimize it. People want to optimize every aspect of it. It's part of the fun, right? And a new entrant, especially in the nutrition space, right? Like it's not it's not often that a new nutritional primitive comes around, right? Like Gatorade was invented with the Florida Gators back in like the 70s. And you know, people have been iterating on carbohydrates since then, right? Like your average goo pouch or Morton pouch is probably, yeah, it's more advanced than what was in the 70s, but it's it's the same idea. And what we have here is something that is breakthrough interesting. So we're gonna be working with a couple of good partners here just at the start, which is we work with a group called The Feed. They sell to a lot of endurance athletes. Uh, they're just super, super plugged in, super high authenticity. The, the founder there used to own one of the major cycling teams. They're awesome. Check them out. Um, we're going to be in a national retailer. Going to hold on the announcement of exactly who, but we have a, a national retailer that's super excited to get this going. Uh, I'm sure more to follow from there. And then we have yeah a bunch of teams that have that were that purchased ketone 1.0 yeah i mean yeah a lot of friends right like these friends are also celebrity athletes but like yeah like uh now you know just a close friend jake paul yeah he's he's a youtuber but he's also knocking out former ufc champions and he's on ketone 2.0 and friends like conor mcgregor really top end athletes uh, these are all within our family. So hopefully we'll get them on the program, talking about their human performance, talking about their protocols and many more names to announce as well. I know that we've partnered closely with Apollo Ono, the most decorated winter Olympian. So all of these folks, the name and sneak peek, some of the names, um, all within, all within the family. Yeah. And I, one thing I think about is like, Hey, what if, what if you invented caffeine for the first time? Like what if caffeine didn't exist and you invented it? You might first start by applying it into like sprinters or runners in general. And because it's so obvious it, it works. It's like, yeah, you give this, you give a hundred milligrams, 200 milligrams of caffeine to someone biking up a mountain, they're going to do better. I think sports is just the beginning though. It's, it's, it's one of the more controlled environments where you can show that things are working. And I think it's awesome. I mean, I'm a big athlete. I'll use it for my own athletic pursuits. But I think what's interesting is how the, how that sets the stage for just everyday use too. Like more and more, I've been having ketones at my desk. Hundred percent. Like that. Like literally replacing my coffee because I think we're all caffeine addicted. But how do you have higher cognitive performance on a daily basis, right? Like I see myself as a intellectual, creative worker. Um, I'm not a physical laborer. I'm never gonna get paid doing a sport. But like, I will try to get, make some money and make a living with my brain, creating products, working with, the, you know, the smartest people I can possibly work with hundred percent. I think that is the future, right? Like, and I think that's a great point, which is that like with 2.0 explicitly, we want to take it out of just the hands of elite special operations, elite boxers, elite MMA, elite, uh, you know, billionaires. We are we're here to democratize access to ketones. And this is what this is why it deserves a moniker 2.0. We're changing the game. 
We're taking it from the elites and giving it to everyone. And with that, maybe let's let's uh, let's let's test let's test our ketone. It's been about a half an hour. Let's see if this actually works. Yo, my brain is uh, my brain is switched on, man. I mean, well, Jeff knows me like Jeff knows me when it's not scripted, and he just puts me on the on the on the on the spot. I'll usually need you know one or two takes before I get it. Like. This sounds like it just flows out. I was like, okay, I'm okay with that. 1.4. 2. 2.5. 1. 1.6. Awesome. So just to review, I started at 2.3. I took a $4 dose of ketones. I took 10 grams. I was at 2.3. And we're 30 minutes into this conversation. So in 30 minutes, I went from already already relatively high ketones but i feel really really good i feel really really switched on and my ketones will remain elevated if not probably continue increasing uh over the next four or five hours and this is off of a four dollar dose of ketones lat so you had what about a uh, uh 20 grams about an eight dollar dose of ketones um your body weight is probably what a a little bit heavier than me. I'm about 185 pounds. So yeah, I'm about 170. So you'll have relatively like per body weight dosage, you would require a little bit more than me to elevate ketones. So you went from 0 0.4 to 1.4. 1 point. Yeah. So uh, a 1.0 millimole bump in 30 minutes, and that will continue to rise and will be stabilized for the next four or five hours. We usually see peak around two to three hours. Yep. And then Michael, you took the biggest dose here. You went from 0.2 to 1.6 in 30 minutes for a kind of a macro dose. And like that will continue to rise as you metabolize. So that's like the cool thing that I mean, like this, this, this is why I think the ketone is just an amazing product, right? Like I literally took this out of the box, stuck myself with blood. We just went live. We didn't script this. We didn't program this. This, this is just us talking to you and it's reliable. This thing works. Like we're changing metabolism on the fly. And this is just like 30 minutes in, right? Like what other product, what other technology at such an affordable price, can you just change your metabolism in 30 minutes? Body weight, I think um, activity. So if you're exercising or you just exercised, uh, your body is burning, you know, substrates, um, whether you're at rest, um, and then definitely your personal metabolic rate, that definitely, you know, there are always no uh, non-responders um, to ketones. There's always one or two in, in clinical trials that we have seen. Um, I think those are the most big ones. Another one is how fed you are or not, right? If you just, if you're, if you're well fed, then your energy needs are being met by what you just ate versus if you're fasting, your body's going to greedily take those ketones right away. So it's, it's not like it doesn't work, right? If you, if you're fasting and you drink some ketones and it goes, like it might go straight to your brain. It doesn't mean that it's like not working. I mean, it means it is working. Because it's probably the case for me, which is like, I literally have, been eating OMAD and I haven't eaten today. It's like, it's like dinner time. I'm like pretty hungry, but ketones satiate appetite. Um, so it's, I, I think like I'm pretty efficient uptaking 
But I think one thing that I think is just also just important to understand from a oxidation rate perspective, meaning how much can you metabolize? Your body cannot metabolize after 2.0 to 2.5, no matter how many more ketones are in your blood, your body cannot metabolize any more than that. So to us, and this is what was a key part of introducing ketone 2.0 is that after about two, 2.5, more ketones is not necessarily better. Yeah. So, so there is a study, Dear Love et al., that showed between 2.0 to 4.0 millimolar blood BHB, the oxidation rate actually is quite small in terms of the increase of oxidation rate versus 0 to 2.0 millimolar. So that finding is, is really interesting and, and tells us more, you know, tells it, it teaches us to narrow down that optimal um, ketone level for the best benefit um, through, you know, for the longest, for a longer period of time. Yep. So, so in other, in other words, essentially you get most of the benefit of ketones going from zero to two and very much decremental returns from two to four. So if you can find a way to stay within two to four for longer periods of time, which ketone 2.0 is optimized for, that's the best bang for your buck. So I think this is like a key point here as we just understand the oxidation rate to ketone levels, that's the sweet spot you want to be in. And in fact, Lat, you and I actually published a paper in Frontiers in Physiology that proposed a recovery threshold that made, uh, I wouldn't say shock waves, but just really helped inform the space and then inform the, the, the state of the art that you really want to be between 1.5 to 3.0 for the maximum recovery threshold. And hopefully that helps inform other practitioners, other researchers, what kind of band to target their ketone dosing towards. So, uh, I mean, a fun conversation. I feel like we can dive into almost every single of these nuances for an hour each topic but i think the the whole premise here is just get us all all together talk about the launch of ketone 2.0 um you can find it exclusively on hvmn.com we have over thirty-three thousand people on a wait list i know that if you are on the wait list we're pulling people off and taking people off as quickly as we can um thank you so much for your patience thank you for so much for your support and love over uh, all this time. Keep joining us on this journey, and we hope to further earn your patronage, your support for us to support your metabolism, performance, and health. With that, I'll leave it to final words here. Yeah, no, I, really well said, Jeff. I, I'm, it's an honor to be providing a product that can service so many people. I always say we're all doing metabolism all the time. So whether you're a marathoner or you want to be more sharp at your desk or you want to lose weight and and do the keto diet and intermittent fasting or you're an older person that wants to address different issues that you're having that you're talking to with your doctor everyone's doing metabolism all the time and it's a major honor it's a it's something that I'm, we, t we take very seriously putting our life's work into helping to support that so thank you for the opportunity 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you to, to everyone as well. I know you guys have been very supportive and appreciative of the research roundup that Jeff and I have been doing, unpacking all the research around ketone metabolism, uh, around exogenous ketones. So hopefully, you know, with the launch of Ketone 2.0, we will be looking at so much more research around exogenous ketone, around Ketone 2.0. And we look forward to unpacking all those science for you and really go into the details and and nitty gritty of what makes Ketone 2.0 work, what doesn't make it work, and what are the benefits that comes with it. Amazing. We'll leave it at that. Talk to you all very soon. Find us at, uh, at HVMN on all the different social platforms. We're always on. We love talking to you guys. See you all very soon.